I'm Pastor Brian Paulson, and this is The Message. We're glad you're listening here in Libertyville, in Lake County, or around the world. Center your heart now with the prayer for illumination. Listen deeply to the scripture and allow the message to speak God's word for your life. Let us join our hearts together in prayer. Gracious God, we do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from your mouth. Make us hungry for this heavenly food that it may nourish us today in the ways of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, the bread of heaven. Amen. Our first scripture reading today comes from Isaiah. For those of us feeling the absence of God, this passage will speak to our hearts. It cries out to God with lament over the state of the world. Yet faith gives rest to the restless and the assurance that God is the potter, we are the clay, and God can work something beautiful through us. The 64th chapter, starting at verse 1. If only you would tear open the heavens and come down. Mountains would quake before you like fire igniting brushwood or making water boil. If you would make your name known to your enemies, the nations would tremble in your presence. When you accomplished wonders beyond all expectations, when you come down, mountains quaked before you. From ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God but you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. You look after those who gladly do right, they will praise you and your ways. But you were angry when we sinned, you hid yourself when we did wrong. We have all become like the unclean, all our righteous deeds are like a menstrual rag. All of us wither like a leaf. Our sins, like the wind, carry us away. No one calls on your name. No one bothers to hold on to you, for you have hidden yourself from us and have handed us over to our sin. But now, Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay you are the potter. All of us are the work of your hand. Don't rage so fiercely, Lord. Don't hold our sins against us forever. But gaze now on your people, all of us. This is the end of the first reading of Scripture today. May God put this reading to our use. The second reading today comes from 1 Corinthians, starting at chapter 1, verses 3 through 9. Dr. Paulson will focus his message on the central assertion in this text that God will strengthen us to the end. The work of God, which fills the world with light, does not stop, regardless of all the evidence, sometimes to the contrary. We bear that light that God placed within us. It will see us 
to the end. Here starts the reading. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace that God has been given for the grace that God has been given you in Jesus Christ. For in every way you have been enriched in him, in speech and knowledge of every kind, just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end, so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By him you were called into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Um, well, some years ago, I, I was talking to an old mentor of mine, and uh, he was telling me that in that period of time, honestly, some things had not gone the way he had planned, and he was trying to cope with it. And he said, now, someone handed me this stupid little book, and Brian, it actually helped me. Now, this stupid little book uh, was called Who Moved My Cheese? It became a bestseller when it uh, came out because it described the impact of change on our lives. Uh, how we are responding to those changes in our patterns of living. Now, this was long before the conflict and social disruption that seems to affect the globe and our lives in so many powerful ways today. The, the central metaphor of this book described two mice and two humans that are living in a maze, and they find their patterns are suddenly disrupted when someone moves their cheese. How do you respond when someone moves your cheese? I hear this is a big problem in Wisconsin. Yeah? Yeah. I, I start with that stupid little book because our scripture starts with something that you might be tempted to call a stupid little prescription when life is throwing you too many curveballs. Are you ready for this? Here it is. Start with gratitude. Now, that may be simple, and it may sound as if it misses the point of any serious trauma or trouble we may be going through. But start with gratitude, and your spirit will undergo its first and most important chiropractic move. In Scripture, Paul's greeting is with grace and peace, and then the first substantive thing he conveys is this, I thank my God always for you. Start with gratitude. It's actually a blessing if you think about the year at this time. We move from Thanksgiving into Advent and Christmas and the New Year, and it all starts with gratitude. Now, that may have been just one day on the calendar of the year, but I encourage you to strive and make it part, one part, perhaps the most important part of every day on your calendar. 
Today, we start this season of Advent, the beginning of the Christian year. Our theme at First Press for Advent this year is Watch for Joy. Now, sometimes I've found that is easier said than done. As Christians, uh, we go through seasons and we rehearse them every year. We anticipate the birth of Christ, then we study the life of Christ, his teaching, his sacrifice, then we discover the joy of resurrection and its transformation of the world through love. Now, it's the start of a new season, but already we know the ending. Therefore, it should be easy for us to watch for joy. Still, I do find that is easier said than done. But maybe you'll just allow me to jump forward in the seasons a bit uh, for the sake of this next story. It's from Easter. In our family, we have home videos that include a scene on Easter morning before church. And one of our sleepyhead kids was stumbling around with a saggy diaper and an Easter basket in hand. And you hear on the video as we keep calling out, look there, look in front of you. It's right there, honey. I mean, the egg was on the shelf right at eye level, right in front of this kid. But it could not be seen. Now, maybe joy is right in front of you today. But for some reason, your sleepy eyes can't perceive it. This passage is part of the ecumenical lectionary list of biblical readings for the first Sunday of Advent. And in all the years that I've preached in Advent, I think this is the first time I'm going to preach on this passage from 1 Corinthians. These are the opening verses of Paul's letter to the church in Corinth. And he tells them a great Advent stress reliever, if you will have it. Verse 7, it says, You aren't missing any spiritual gift. Did you catch that word? Have you bought all of your gifts? Are you worried that you won't get the right Christmas gift? Paul says, you already have the gifts. Now, this is the letter with that most famed chapter, number 13, his famous poetry on love. Love never ends. He begins that chapter by saying, let me show you a better way. What does he mean by this? It's because he's just created a big list in chapter 12 of all the spiritual gifts, and the better way is love, a more excellent way. Now, here in this opening chapter of this letter, Paul begins with the end. You are not missing any spiritual gift. 
Now, the reason he can say this is that for him, it comes down to the way he looks at life, how he chooses to look at life. For Paul, the source of all joy comes from the grace bestowed on us through Jesus Christ. And that is why he begins his passage offering grace and peace through our Lord Jesus Christ, which you sang so well. A good guy, Greg Shear, wrote that piece. It's a beautiful piece. Now, I'm going to let you in on a little personal secret that I discovered long ago as a pastor. This is a, a pastor's inside secret, uh, and it helps church staff, too. Are you ready for this? Um, are you listening? I learned Sunday morning arrives whether I'm fully prepared or not. It comes. I know, mind-blowing. Right? All right, here's another thing. This is related, and it might be a little more helpful for you. Are you listening? Christmas will arrive whether you bought all your gifts or not. <laughs> wow! Okay? Now, this is the reason that I'm letting you in on this secret. Are you ready for this? Are you watching for joy? We love because God first loved us. We do Christmas because God gave us Christmas. We love because love came down at Christmas. Joy is here among us by God's grace. And maybe all we need to do is change the lens through which we are looking at this life we share together so that we can focus and discover all the spiritual gifts that God has placed in our lives and all around us, even within our heart. Start with gratitude. Uh, this week I had a conversation with two colleagues. Uh, we're part of a small group of Presbyterian church leaders. One was from Texas, one's from California. Our assignment was to articulate reasons for hope in and for Christians as the church. Now, one of my friends uh, contributed two papers, an old friend of mine. Now, one of these papers, he wrote about the vertical reason for hope, and on the other paper, he wrote about the horizontal reason for hope. You tracking what I'm offering here? I mean, take, for example, the summary of the law. You know this, uh, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And a second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Love God vertical. Love neighbor horizontal. Now that's what my friend pointed out. But then he goes on to say, I want you to note that it says the second is like the first. But it is only like the first. And it is the second one, after all, he said. <laughs> I rolled my eyes at him, because this guy is always going on about this. I told him that his second paper on the horizontal spent all of its time making his first point 
on the vertical, and he missed the whole point and beauty of loving our neighbors. But then my other colleague went on to describe a day when she was over busy. She had already preached twice, and she had to get to a session meeting because their session meetings were on, on Sundays, right after church. So she went roaring into her office, threw off her robe, and suddenly she noticed sitting on her desk, all neatly laid out with cutlery, was lunch. And she said, when she saw that, she had to figure out, who, who is the person that did this? She snooped around. And when finally it was figured out, she spoke with the woman who had prepared this meal, and she explained, I come from a long line of women whose instinct is to feed people. Well, this colleague demonstrated the point of the horizontal many times better than my other friend. Her hope for the future was in the church, in people whom God graced with blessings and instinct and spiritual gifts. And my older friend was equally impressed by our new colleague, but you know, his first point echoed what Paul is reminding us about this morning as we start to watch for joy. It is a reminder that we have been made rich in everything through Jesus Christ. God is faithful, as Paul says in verse 9. You have every spiritual gift. Stop worrying. Start being. Live into that more excellent way of love. God is faithful. And you, all of you, were called by God into partnership with His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. I'm drawn from Scripture here. Now, I don't know what the next joy for your life, for the Christian church, for the world may be. But of one thing I am certain, it is right in front of your eyes. It is right in front of my eyes today. As Scripture says, I thank my God always for you. Start with gratitude and watch for joy. This I deliver to you in the name of the Holy Trinity, who creates, redeems, and sustains the world in that most excellent way of love. Amen. Thank you for listening on our podcast or through our YouTube playlist of sermons. Be sure to forward this message to someone whom you believe is seeking God's word today.